Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast with me, your host, the one and only Mad Chatter Ryan and Get. That's right. Welcome back. Welcome if you're new. You have to go back to the uh, debut episode of the season to hear my little newbie rundown, my new little welcoming shit. But welcome. Welcome to all. Hope all is well. Good here at the Madhouse MK. Did have to work an extra day this week. And I feel it, madcaps. Feel it in my bones. My neck and my back. My neck and my back. My neck and my back. It's a good movie right there. If you know what I mean. Anyway, gotta say. You know what really waters my sandwich? You know what really crocks my socks? What manhandles my monkey? You know what really summons my Satan? Okay, that's fine. What really cringes my hinges is I record last week's pod. Get it edited. I'm slacking a little. And before I can get it out, boom. Tucker the fucker is out at Fox News. Hmm. I mean, it couldn't have been sooner. You know, like before I recorded. No, no. Couldn't have been later. Like after I put it out. So it's like, ah, he just missed it. No, I mean, the perfect timing of, of happening exactly when the pod's already ready. All I have to do is publish it. And I just haven't done it yet. And it's at that point. It's What a disaster. Fuck you very much. I mean, it doesn't sound like an ass putting out the pod with no mention of the Tucker thing. So apologies. Apologies. And don't worry. I'll get to that fuckhead later on in the pod, I promise. But instead, instead, I want to begin with some fun stuff. Because I read a story I'll include in the in the in the the pod notes. Story about a 41-year-old Dutchman, about my age, who's been forbidden by a Dutch court uh to donate sperm any further. Because uh this dude has fathered over five hundred children through sperm donation. Uh, over 500. Yes. Um, the man's, this is from the article, the man's mass donations first came to light in 2017, and he was banned from donating to Dutch fertility clinics where he had already fathered over 100 children. However, he continued to donate abroad, including to the Danish sperm bank, Krios, which operates internationally. The man also continued to offer himself as a donor on sites matching prospective parents with sperm donors, sometimes using a different name, according to the Algamine Dagblad Daily. So. Oh, what the fuck? I'm I'm not sure. uh, Sorry, let me fix that. I'm not sure what this dude's plan was. Uh, It's not like... That's like a job. You can't make any. 
It's not like he's making millions off that shit. So what was he doing? Like subtly aiming for world domination? Just have a bunch of his inbred ilk running around. The thought of one day banning them together to form an army of fucking inbreds to take over the world. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Seems like a stretch, but uh, I mean, if there anything like those wrong turn inbreds, you ever seen that shit? Ever seen that shit? I got a bit about this. Because the that movie, the first one, the very first original, saw it in my early 20s in the theater. My girlfriend at the time, and I got to tell you, those inbreds were scary. That movie freaked me out. Those things were scary. They were terrifying. They were hunting those people down. If you haven't seen it, group of youngins get lost. I don't even remember what state. One of the states with with lots of inbreds. Um, <laughs> narrows it down. Um, they get lost in the backwoods. Run into some terrifying inbreds. They're really fucked up and just want to hunt people, apparently. And uh, these things are terrible. I mean, what what the fuck? Especially if they're like that. I mean, maybe this dude's onto something if he if he can churn out some inbreds like that. But would whatever happened to just the the regular old like deliverance inbreds, you know? They just wanted some head. They just wanted their dick sucked, right? I mean. Boy, you sure do got a pretty mouth. They goddamn right I do. Want me to slob on that knob? I just let me know. Just, you know, as long as you're not cutting me up into tiny pieces. Yeah. Uh, speaking of slobbing on the old knob, um, that may be the way to go when it comes to sex in space. Great transition, I know. Apparently, the space tourism industry is booming. Apparently, researchers at the United Kingdom's Cranfield University, they're, they're questioning whether the industry has taken into consideration the sexual tendencies of their customers. Because, of course, I mean, who doesn't who doesn't want to fucking space? I, <laughs> the agit. Sounds fun. Um, <clears throat> so, according to research. Unprotected sex is a big no-no uh, outside of the safe haven of Mother Earth. So if you're traveling to space and plan on getting your boom-boom on, you're going to have to bring some protection. Prepare to use your mouth, okay? Because that's the way you're going to want to go. It has something to do with biological responses with the, the getting pregnant in space. You don't want to get pregnant in space, uh, apparently. From what I understand, I'll include that article too <laughs> in the show notes. But really, is there really that many fucking people? Not people fucking, but is there that many people touring space? There's really a booming space tourism industry? Seems pretty fucking stupid. I mean, 
I read an article maybe a year or so ago now. I'm pretty sure it was on the last season of this podcast, and I talked about it, about how the carbon emissions from these rocket launches are the same as one human's entire lifespan. Their entire lifespan's carbon footprint. Same as just one launch. Like, what the fuck? Like, okay, it, it, if we're doing it for research, exploration, for fun, we shouldn't be doing that shit for fun. We should be saving that for when we have to. And, hey, we can have fun traveling to space, you know, when we actually get the technology to do it more environmentally friendly. You know what I'm saying? Like the aliens. Like the aliens. Hey, fuck. For all we know, the government already has that kind of fucking technology and they just won't bring it out the greedy bastards. Greedy fucking bastards. So let's save it for when we get that tag. Speaking of greedy bastards, the NFL had its draft this past weekend. It was a lot of fun. I, I really did enjoy it, but I always I struggle with this. I can't help but think of the, the unfairness towards the players. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, they get millions to play a game. And I maintain what they have to do to keep their body in the shape it needs to be to play said game. I don't know if the money is worth it. That's that man. That's that's a that's a yeah. That all seems like a lot for the money, is what I'm saying. It's well deserved, I guess, is my point, in my humble opinion. And you know, the but it is weird. They're like they, they have to go where they're drafted. You know, they don't get to pick their job. And sure, may, maybe there needs to be a way where some sort of system where they interview for teams and a team doesn't have to take them, but they don't have to go to a certain team. Like, you know, like real life, where, like where we pick the jobs we want to apply for and we apply for them, you know? Sometimes you're waiting on a good job, so you have to work at a little, so, you know, it should be more like that. Develop some sort of system, you know? And uh, it, because it just seems unfair. They get to pick the high school they go to. They get to pick, the college they go to, and then, you know, then they don't get to pick the NFL team, the pro team they go to. Um, and they get interviewed and asked all these strange, strange fucking questions. Who was it? Was it Des Bryant, old wide receiver of the Cowboys, that they asked if his mom was a prostitute? Like, stupid shit like that. No. I think there's a better way. But it's a, it's part of my love-hate with with the nfl and really all sports really it's just i really enjoy the spectacle but it's the underbelly and i know how gross it is and it makes me it you know just convulse over <laughs> like i just that no it's gross but the spectacle you know it's tough it's tough but on that happy note <laughs> Uh, we're going to get into some sports sports chatter. And uh, so, you know, if you don't want to hear about hockey and basketball playoffs or the NFL draft, skip forward about 15 minutes because uh, there's good, good shit coming after that. But we're going to start it out, a little sports chatter, with my brother, Mr. Taco Cat himself. So we got a good one for you. Taco's joining Got some other fun stuff. I'll get a little serious at the end with some 
talker, tucker, some talker, some tucker talk, not talker, tuck, tucker talk. Good God. I can see how this one's going to go. <laughs> should be fun, then. It, it should be fun. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Skip a few if you don't want to hear about sports. Otherwise, see you soon. Taking a quick break. B-R-B, the be right back. Yeah. Hey, all you weed heads out there. <laughs> Dudes, I know you're parched, but that's all right. I've got the drink for you right here. Weed water, bam! That's right. It's chuck full of vitamins, electrolytes, and that bomb-ass THC. That's right. You know, it'll hydrate you while heightening your high, friends. That's right, that's right. So if you got that chill smoke sesh, I mean, nothing goes down the gullet better than a little weed water. Available in a sweet indica. Sativa or hybrid? Friends, go out and pick yourself up a bottle of weed water today and hydrate yourself. <laughs> All right, friends. See you later. This is not a real product. Okay, Madcaps. Back and as promised, here to talk a little sports, Mr. Tyson, my brother, the one and only Taco Cat. What is up, man? How are you? Go Bills. It's a good sweatshirt. It's a good hoodie. Doing good. Doing good. Digs in it. <laughs> I got to do it again. Digs, hey. my man. We we got a uh, we got a shop out here that just makes a bunch of random Bills shirts and hoodies and sweatshirts. Mm-hmm. There you go. Oh no, he's frozen temporarily frozen or permanently frozen we're gonna find out we're gonna find out it is badass oh there we go we're okay hey you froze for a second all right but continue the shop it's okay i filled time you, you the shop yes 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 we have a uh yeah shop out here just sells a bunch of different shirts and they make you know funny uh funny little things with the players names and uh you know it's good. It's good. They have a they have a couple digs ones that are funny, and um, some of the Knox ones are really good. But it's fun little yeah. shot. Hell yeah, I dig it, man. So yeah, glad to have you on the pod again. We're gonna oh, talk yeah. a little sports. We got a lot of crazy stuff going on. NFL playoffs. draft drama with that. We got playoffs galore. We begin with the Stanley Cups. Stanley Cups. The Stanley Cup playoffs. That's better. And it's been wild so far. Oh, yeah. Crazy. There's been no sweep in the first round, which normally there is. Uh, so we've had no sweeps. We got the Avalanche, my hometown team, and fighting the fight to the death against the Seattle Kraken. They're the defending champs. And then you got the history-making Bruins also in a game seven. And it's it's just like it, – it it's – yeah, it's been wild so far, and um, but it's been a blast, man. It's the, the hockey's been fun to watch. The matchups have been good, so um, I've been very happy with the first round. It's been a good first round. You know, sometimes playoffs, whether it's basketball, hockey, eh, first round can be, eh, but it's been good this year, both sides. Yeah, 
very surprised with uh, Florida. Um, oh, I don't know if you saw the thing. Kachuk said uh, something in the locker room. They're like, look at this locker room, boys, like during game five or whatever. He said, yeah. we'll be back here for a game seven. Yeah, he guaranteed and that. <laughs> here they are, game seven. And I'm kind of like, they're they're confident. They might go in and beat them, which is They're crazy. dangerous. And yeah. um, not only that, but this is uh, like – this is a team that beat them in the regular season. You know, yeah, I think yeah. they were one of like two teams to beat them more than once. Cause they only lost mm-hmm. what 14 games, something like that. And so, yeah, they actually got a little something on the Boston Bruins. So I'm excited. This is one is going seven and you know, there's some sort of history with like these history making teams not going very far in the playoffs. I, I don't know what it is. Um, so we'll see what happens, but that's going to be, that's going to be a fun one. Uh, anything else from the NHL playoffs in particular, that's drawing your eye. Um, No, just, so, yeah, some of the game sevens coming up and then we got Toronto, Tampa Bay. I think they're game six though. Correct. Yeah. Today, but it's in Tampa Bay. So that could go seven. <laughs> Yeah, um, it is in Tampa Bay. Oh man, they should have won it last. Oh man, yeah, classic I Toronto. Thought, uh, the, the Jets have put up more of a fight. Um, I have a little, uh, just a little saltiness against uh, Mr. Jack Eichel. So I was hoping the Jets would put up a little more fight, but uh, yeah. nights went on. You know, just some teams. You know, the Wild. They just seem to just not care, which is crazy. Yeah. They just got their ass whooped the whole time. Um, they won the first game. You got some of these other really good games going games. It's crazy, it's crazy. Yeah, the Devils, the Rangers. Um, yeah, the Devils. Yeah, well, they the lose fucking... two two in a row and two or three in a row. They won the first two like games at home, or they lost the first two games at home, and you're like, man. And because I actually like some of the Rangers players, like I'm a big Mika Zibanejad fan. Love that yeah. dude. But like the second they trade for Patrick Kane, I'm like, I'm fucking out because. I can't stand Patrick Kane. So, so I'm like, man, I was hoping the devils would take this or at least put up a better fight. And then all of a sudden, yeah, like you said, three in a row and, and, and they smashed the Rangers last game. So yeah, yeah, it's been, it's been a fun, fun don't know what to do. No, they thought they were going to cruise to a victory. Yeah. And the devils are all, and again, I've, I've talked to you, you know, outside of the pod about Toronto, but, Man, I hope they lose. It would be great. I know you don't want Tampa Bay to win, but I just love seeing Toronto lose. And uh, it would be so fantastic after their 3-1 lead to see him, uh, to see him lose. It would be great. Yeah, I, I get it. But I, I like – I kind of like them. I, I get being a Sabres fan. I, I understand. But personally, I kind of like them. I like watching them play. And, yes, I very much dislike Tampa Bay. So, <laughs> So I'm like – for all the reasons. Uh yeah, and and I usually do root for teams that have that kind of like curse to get your ass over the hump. Get your ass out of finally break that bad streak, you know. And uh, we'll see. I'm with you. <laughs> we'll see. Just not just not Toronto. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. So yeah, we've got if the Avs can pull it off, well, whoever wins between that, the Avs and the Kraken, they'll be going up against the Stars. Who kind of manhandled, like you said, Minnesota the past few games because Minnesota did win that first game, and then they just yeah. kind of got smashed after that. 
Um, <clears throat> and then you got, let's see, the Knights waiting for the winner of the Oilers and the Kings. You've got Panthers and Bruins. The winner of that's taking on the Toronto Tampa Bay winner. And then we've got the Canes waiting on the winner of the Devils and the Rangers. So it's going to be an awesome round two, I do believe. And it, round one was awesome. It was great. Yeah. Hockey's just great. It's yes, great. hockey's just great. And I rather think basketball is great. And it has been a fun, fun-ass fun playoffs. It, just the insanity in this. And because we already felt like coming in, there's no real team that's like dominant. You know, you got the Nuggets, number one seed in the West, you know, but a lot of people don't have faith in them. And then the Suns get KD, all of a sudden they're the favorite. But then you still got the championship Warriors and you got LeBron and the Lakers out there. So there's all this in the West. And then the East, it's like, well, it's the Bucks and the Celtics, right? The Bucks take it down by the heat, the eighth seed heat, like with the fifth or sixth time in history, this has happened. And then Jimmy Butler, Jimmy, play. playoff Hemi, playoff Hemi went to town, man. Oh, that dude is crazy. I did like, he's just great. He sounds like he's kind of a dick, but that dude's crazy. And his story about like, I don't know if you've heard like his personal story about like getting kicked out of the house by his mom at like 13. And he was just like staying at different friends house for like a long time. And then one friend, his, his mom let him move in and, and like he's just his story is crazy and and yeah dude when it's playoff time dude goes to town and uh the yeah. bucks just they they just they didn't know what to do that and I, i'm sure Giannis wasn't 100 percent mr greek freak but uh <laughs> they got manhandled man they got manhandled so we're gonna get miami new york mm-hmm. and this is gonna be great because it takes me back to the Miami, New York of the old days, Lonzo Mourning and Larry Johnson fighting each other, Jeff Van Gundy hanging off Zoe's leg, like just some of the greatest images, some of the greatest moments to remember about NBA playoff basketball. And uh, yeah, so I'm excited to see what this shit looks like. And then you've got Denver Phoenix starting tonight. Um, That'll be good. Yeah, we got a fucking game seven between the Kings and the Warriors and whoever wins that's going to meet up with the Lakers. You didn't think, you said, didn't think the Kings are going to go in there and win that game, but they huh? did. I said, you weren't sure if the Kings are going to go in there and win that game. But Dude, they did. I wanted him to, but I was nervous. I was like, man, because I was worried about Darren Fox, man. Like, you know, the hands got to be hurting and, you know, they lost game five at home and, nor you know, the Warriors been terrible on the road this year. So I was like, I, I just, th- that was scary to me, but they went in, they didn't just win. They, they, they put a foot on them. Like, <laughs> and we're going to go back to Sac town and take you out. So feeling pretty good about Sacramento's chances, but yeah, whoever wins that's going to play LeBron and the Lakers who basically just shut up the trash talk and Memphis Grizzlies. I mean, again, smashed them last night. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody, I saw something because Dylan Brooks said something like, I don't respect anybody till they give me 40 and the Lakers won by 40 last night. So they were like, yeah, the whole team gave you 40. There you go. Like, yeah, that shit is crazy. Old ass LeBron. They kept calling him old and now they're going fishing and he's going to the second round. (laughs) 
But yeah, hey, any thoughts on the NBA playoffs other than what I've talked about? Because man, man, it's been insane um, so far. No, so- like we talked about, I don't watch as much basketball, but I've been paying attention, and it's been good. I've been, you know, watching all the scores, checking highlights, and I'm ready for that Suns Nuggets. Match. Yeah, you better put that See shit on the television tonight. Woo-wee! That's gonna be a good one. That's gonna be a good one. Did you hear what Jokic said when they? Uh, Asked him about um, how do you defend the uh, pick and roll, the Suns pick and roll game. Did you hear Mm -hmm. what his answer to that was? What's that? Pray. That's what he said. (laughs) It's like, thanks, Joker. Uh, You're showing a lot of confidence before the start of this series. That's great. Yeah. Not the best answer, huh? Well, luckily he knows that two-man game that him and Jamal Murray have pretty hard to stop too so yeah but i can't wait for this to stay because it is i'm excited because i think the suns are a little overrated they gave up a lot to get kevin durant they don't quite have the depth on the bench and the nuggets have a solid deep team they really play as a team and uh joker's just the best fucking facilitator in the entire game right now just his passing is just fucking unreal so it's gonna be a very interesting series. I hope hope my nuggies pull it off. Hope my nuggies pull it off. Yeah, it'll be interesting. But then let's have a quick conversation on the draft before we close this sports segment out. And uh the draft so far. Oh man. Yeah. I mean it's about it's about over by now. I don't know what round yeah. it's in. Um day three as Texas, we're recording we on Saturday. Give them a huh? little hand, Texans. Got to give them a hand. They, yeah, I, they I give them a hand. Um, the, Who knows if it pans out? But I like the aggressiveness. Yeah, I, I like the aggressiveness too. They gave up a lot. So, yeah, these dudes better both hit and hit big uh, for this. If I was a Texas really... fan at the moment, I'd be excited. You're feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good. Uh, if it doesn't work out, you're going to be sad, sad. But mm-hmm. I think if you're a Panthers fan, you got to love this shit. Um, yeah. Didn't they pick up somebody else in the draft? I feel like the Panthers grabbed a receiver in day two or something like that. Yeah, they grabbed a receiver. Um, Mingo. Yeah, Jonathan Mingo. That's right. So, you know, Panthers get yeah. their quarterback, wide receiver. You know, DJ they've Wall. already got a solid D. They've already added. DJ Chark and Adam Thielen, you know, this is shaping up to be a decent squad for uh, the number one pick Bryce Young uh, to walk into, you know? Yeah. Um, I said so, DJ yeah. Moore, I meant DJ Shark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. DJ Moore now in Chicago with Justin yeah, Fields. I can't wait for that. I'm so excited for that. As someone who, I'm a big fan of Justin Fields. I was so mad when the Broncos passed on him. I was just like, ah, Broncos, you could have had me as a fan, but you passed on Justin Fields. And I think it's very similar to that, you know, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts trajectory where, you, you know, you get them out there, you get them playing, use their legs, et cetera, et cetera, work on the accuracy. And then, you know, as you see improvement, you add a fucking stud receiver. And then all of a sudden, He's being developed. He's got help. Got the system around him. Bam. 
and you know Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, and I I fucking see that's what's happening with Justin Fields. They traded for DJ Moore. Now he's got his Stephon Diggs or his AJ Brown, if you will. And uh, man, I can't wait to see the Bears' offense. I don't know that they really did anything special in the draft, but <laughs> but I'm just excited for Justin Fields. Man, Philly's crazy. I mean. They already had a loaded team. Oh, dude, yeah. Then they went out and got all those defensive players and just be able to add Jalen Carter if he works out. Like, come on, man, to that already good defense. And, yeah, then they traded for Swift and, jeez. Yeah, the Eagles. So they did who, – who else did they get, though? Nolan Smith. So they got <laughs> – they got Jalen Carter, then Nolan Smith, uh, which they already have a couple of Georgia defensive players. And then what was it in like the third or fourth? No, it wasn't the third round. Maybe the fourth round today or was it yesterday? But they took the Georgia cornerback. Uh, mm-hmm. Damn, what is his name? I can't even remember his name. But they're just loading up on these Georgia players. Oh, guess who else played for Georgia? Yeah, the guy you just mentioned, DeAndre Swift. Like <laughs> They're just loading up on Georgia players like – the Eagles are something else, man. They they got they got like their backup D lineman could be starting for another team. Like they just have yeah. waves of dude to send. They're like I don't see how they're gonna get, anybody's gonna topple them in the NFC. <laughs> oh shit, it's just crazy. The AFC is just loaded. It's gonna be a shootout. It's gonna be crazy. NFC got some good teams, but it's gonna be the Eagles. Yeah. Well, I was hopeful for the Lions, but then they they have they had so many picks, and then they traded back and got more picks, and then they spent their top two picks picks on running back, a running back, and a linebacker, and a linebacker, which whatever, but like that's the worst positional. Like it's just <laughs> like given who was on the board, like Jameer gives it twelve. No offense to the player who'll probably be fine, but it just I I don't know. It's baffling to me. Those, um those are positions kind of proven that you can find later. Right. Right. Running backs, you can always find later. Yes. Linebackers, you can find them later. Matt Milano was a fifth round pick for the Bills. Yeah. The guys, amazing. Amazing. Yeah. It's, and it's you see that a lot. And I'm not just picking out Matt Milano, it's just Bill's guy. Right. But right. You see no, that a lot. Right. A lot of late round linebackers that kill it. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. The Lions. I was big fans, but I'm like, what are you guys doing? But hey, so now it's uh, Jameer Gibbs, David Montgomery, and then over in Philly, they fucking got Swift and Penny and Gainwell, Gainwell. and I think they still got Boston Scott. Like, man. <laughs> that they're sick, dude. That team is just fucking ridiculous. I'm jealous. Yep. I'd be jealous. Like I, that team is yeah crazy. All right. Well, yeah. And then uh, obviously, Will Levis finally got taken. And what was it? The second or third round? Let's see. Third, third round. Second round. Oh, second. Taken by Will Levis, and then yeah, third round. I think was I when. Hooker went, yeah. Hooker went to the Lions in the third round. So that's the top quarterbacks all gone on the first two days. So, yeah, man, it was an interesting draft. You got anything else about it that you want to mention? I know 
the feeling is your Bills did pretty well. I would say I like me some Dalton Kincaid and um, seems like they've been picking up some good pieces, but also, um, you know, needed positions as well. So it sounds yeah. like the Bills are having a good draft. Some good value. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Not much. No, I think we hit it all. Um, it's just been a fun draft. And I, I, I just uh, got, Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to, I, I, Usually pay decent attention, but the draft is never like a big, big thing. I just like to see where people go. But mm. I've been paying attention to this one, watching it, and it's good. Big moves. I agree. Trades. I agree. It's been fun. I've been, yeah, I've been paying attention to and watching it along with the playoffs. And, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. It's been an interesting draft. So yeah. um very excited. I do have just a fantasy, just one fantasy thing I'm going to throw out there. So. My former team I used to root for, the Minnesota Vikings, uh, they did some Viking shit. They took a wide receiver. I mean, they have nothing on their defense. <laughs> they have nothing on their defense. <laughs> and and they don't have that many picks. And they they went wide receiver. So that makes me go, okay, they must not care about A.J. Osborne that much. And my thought is, is that one of the top receivers in this year's draft went to a team that throws the ball a shit ton that may not have Dalvin cook there to run the ball. That's going to have a poor defense. That's going to get scored on. And I'm like, I'm saying, man, rookie of the year, rookie of the year, maybe like Justin Jefferson getting all that attention. Cause Addison, apparently one of his big things is route running. And if you got Jefferson over there getting that, you know, extra attention, you got the route running scat, man. That could be that could be something right there, fantasy wise. Mr. Edison might have something to say. That's true. That's true. Cause the Falcons will probably run the shit out of it. You're right. You're right. But fantasy purposes, wide receiver, like if if it's me, that's who I like. If I don't already have Justin Jefferson, which I do in a couple of leagues. But if yeah, I yeah. if I don't have Jefferson, I'm looking at Addison because he he could be big. Yeah. No, I like the thoughts. All right. So thank you for joining Mr. Tyson to talk a little sports. And uh, if I'm right, you're going to stick around and talk some some Star Wars. Is this correct? Oh, yeah. All right. We're going to stick around. Or, well, I'm going to stick around regardless whether you all like it or not. He's going to stick around. and We're going to chat some Star Wars. Why? Because we have May the 4th coming. So quick break. Be right back. Talk some Star Wars. Nice chat. Go yes, sir. Yes, the Star Wars. That's a pretty badass lightsaber. And I was saying off the record or off the recording, whatever, off camera. No, man. Great shirt as well. Fantastic shirt. Yes. My Lando shirt. Yes. No, this uh, this lightsaber was one that you can get at Disney at the lightsaber shop. And it is a great shop. 
We didn't do the where you go and get like the lightsaber crystal and do all that. Like the the event kind of thing. We Mm -hmm. just went to the shop and they have everybody's lightsaber, even like characters I didn't know. Maybe you'd know them, but they have the dark saber from Mandalorian. They have all kinds of stuff. So cool. And you pick the lightsaber and then you get the the crystal that goes with it and then you get the sword part. But uh they're expensive. Yeah. I, I think bet. this one is um Obi-Wan's. Fuck yeah. I love Obi-Wan. All right. I didn't get one. I would have got me some, you know, evil, evil bastard. But, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh that's probably where that's where I lean is is the Sith. And we we'll, we can actually we'll begin there and then we'll get into our our list. But um I love, and I've told you for a while, you should really check out, um, and maybe we can do it for our book thing, but check out some of these Star Wars books because, man, and some of the Star Wars video games because, man, there are some pretty badass Sith out there. Um, Darth Bane, there's a, that's a great trilogy, the Darth Bane trilogy. Um, Darth Nihilus, there's just, there's so many of these ancient sith lords and how there used to be like a whole planet with a with like training facility and they were just there was just you know like thousands of sith like it and it's just and you know because in the star wars the the movie lore it's the rule of two you know and Mm -hmm. uh the darth bane trilogy is actually really good at um explaining how it went from one or how it went from you know all like an army of Sith to the rule of two, which is uh which is pretty good. So yeah, I just it, we love the baddies. Oh yeah, I'm a bad guy through and through. Love me the Sith. Yeah, Darth Maul, my man. Double lightsaber. <clears throat> yeah, that's badass. And 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 I know you know people have their opinions about um the newest trilogy. Uh, but I love me some Kylo Ren. I love oh, me yeah. some Kylo, Kylo Ren. Great. <laughs> and uh, you know, nothing kills me more than when they do the little flashback and they show the Knights of Ren, and you're like, that'd be so cool if they like fleshed it out. But, yeah, you know. Yeah, there was um, man, it it was definitely that trilogy started off so promising, and then uh. I actually like the second one, but it, I'm I'm with you. It at some point it just felt like it, yeah, I don't know. I I think what happened was a lot of people didn't like the second one, so they brought back uh JJ Abrams and they kind of just did like a corny Star Wars movie to end it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. kind of how I feel about it. Um so I don't know, but yeah, Sith Lords, I definitely recommend anybody who hasn't checked out any of the books because you're going to get, um, you're going to get a lot of good Sith stuff if you start checking out some of the books. So I should, well, I just want to preface before we get into any kind of lists, because my list is just movies. So now I haven't seen many of the, um, like the cartoon kind of anime mm. um not anime i don't really know what you call them but the cartoon 
Star animated Wars stuff. shows. Yeah, yeah, that um, I hear they're really good. So I'd like to check those out sometime. Um, but The Mandalorian is great. Yes. I have not seen the third season. I know you haven't either, which is fine. It's still going. But man, the first two seasons of that were just so good. Yes. Because we had a lot of bad Star Wars stuff leading up to that. Mm. And it was so good. Yeah. That's Star Wars. It felt so Star Wars. Yeah. I uh I love The Mandalorian. I kind of got to it later on, but I, I am someone I have seen uh Clone Wars and Rebels, and they're both awesome. They're they are yeah. both awesome. And uh, I have I've not seen all of either of them, but I've seen a lot of both of them. And um they are awesome. So I definitely recommend that. I'm pretty sure the shit's on Disney Plus. But uh, yeah, I was thinking for our list, let's do a top six. Because if we focus on movies, then it's like, well, do we include all the other movies? And then it's like, yeah, we probably should because Rogue One is badass. But then you also throw Solo in there. So <laughs> I was just saying, let's just do a cutoff of six, six, five, four, three, two, one. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to let you go first. Okay. Well, I had them all. So now I got to find my my six. <laughs> okay, so I might have to give the rest of the list at some point, but but you you can read the whole list if you want. Well, I'll go quick with the other ones, okay. all right? Okay. So you want bottom up or top down? Uh top down. The number one last. Number one last. All right. So Worst by far. People have tried to tell me they like it. Solo. I watched it once. I hated it. I don't know. I can't. I can't do it. You know. I'm not going to go too much into it. Hated Solo. <laughs> right after that. And again, these bottom ones, I won't go into much. You know. Right. I'll just cruise through them. Um, then I got episode nine. And then episode eight. Those last two. There's some good parts. Mm. But they just... You know, they didn't do it for me. Right. What shows you that they didn't do it for me is I'm pretty sure I've only seen both of them once. I mm. saw them in the theater and I never cared to see them again because I was just like, they just didn't do it. Maybe the second one I've seen twice. I've seen, which like I've seen said, the I've, second one a few times for sure. Some parts in there that, you know, aren't bad. I, you know, yeah. it's not terrible, but I'm a big fan of when Ray and Kylo fight together for that brief moment before he, yes. he's like ah go this yeah i i enjoy yes. that like i'm actually i actually don't mind that one at all it's it's the third one where i'm just star like star wars is wise cool. it's it's down there you yeah, know yeah i get still you. the couple parts don't make up for the entire movie um and then i gotta go episode two just brutal i hate that one there's some cool parts again in all of them there's cool parts but yeah the one, the part that gets me that I always say it is when they're in the arena and they're battling, and Padme jumps off the thing onto the the little thing that uh, Anakin's riding, and she pecks him on the cheek. I just can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> it ruins the whole movie for me. It's so corny. I just, oh, just talking about it gets me fired up. So episode two, all the way down there. So now I'm getting into now top sevens. So I'm getting there. I'm, I'm almost there. So then episode four. All right. That's my seven. 
I like A New Hope. But out of all of them, it's, it's, not, it's yeah. It, it just doesn't do it for me. You know, it's good. It's classic. I will always say people can hate all they want. I Luke Skywalker has got to be one of the most, you know, <laughs> Mark Hamill. He's got to be one of the most annoying actors ever. <laughs> <laughs> so a new hope with him. And I don't know. There's yeah. Anyways, I digress. Okay. Top six. Episode seven. Number six. Love it. Yeah. Love episode seven. Force Awakens. I just loved it. I've watched that one so many times. Like you said, that when it first started, I really liked it. A lot of people complained that it was just like a new hope, you know, just redone, hmm. which it kind of was. Right. But that's what made me love it. And it brought back those Star Wars vibes. And oh, man, just I loved Ray. I love Finn. I love Kylo. The music in it. Oh, it got me so excited. Mm. And then the next two movies were the next two movies, you know, but Force Awakens, I still remember when that trailer came out. I watched the trailer a thousand oh, times. Oh, yeah. People I were probably so got happy like to have Star Wars watching it, you know. Yeah. Loved it. Great movie. All right. That was six. Um, number five, episode one. I do enjoy me some episode one. Love it. Um, Jar Jar Binks can get a little annoying. But he doesn't annoy me as much as some people. But I do Darth Maul really with um with uh, Qui Gon Jinn and early Obi Wan. It's so good. That makes oh, yeah. the movie. You know, I love me some young Obi Wan. Annoying, but the the pod racing is great, mm-hmm. and yeah, just that the battle throughout the whole sh- the whole episode with. Qui-Gon Jinn and Darth Maul and Obi-Wan is just so good. So yeah. good. I love it. Um, number four, Return of the Jedi. Always classic. Gotta love Return of the Jedi. Ewoks. Um, the end of the, you know, that's the first stuff you saw when I was a kid. Like, those were the first three. Love Obviously, we didn't see them as they came out. Yeah, but love that. Love the ending. I love how they wrap it up with, you know, Darth Vader becoming good and throwing Sidious off the thing. I guess great, mm. you know, it, really good end to that trilogy. Um, number three, though, episode five. Gotta love Empire Strikes Back. Nothing nothing beats an Empire Strike. Well, obviously, I got a couple ahead of it, but love Empire Strikes Back. I thought I love that the bad guys win in that one, you know? Yeah. Like I'm a bad I'm a bad guy right. lover. And I just love I doubt many movies did that, especially back then. You know. Yeah. I love that he that George Lucas was like, We're gonna have these people walking out of the theater like, oh my god, everyone lost. You know. Like Han Solo's taken and right. you know, just it's great. I don't know. I love Empire. Oh yeah. I I've always kinda hated on the old ones. Just because I think my age range. Yeah. You know, you watch them and you're like, again, the actors and, right. you know, some of the the effects and stuff just don't make it as good as some of the other ones. But still, when I look at a list, like, those are still going to be at the top. Right. 
Um, two is Revenge of the Sith. Love that movie. Episode three. Just so good. I've watched that one so many times. Even though Hayden Christensen, you can say what you want. That movie is great. I love when he starts turning evil. Killing younglings and yeah. all that. I mean, it's so crazy. And the final battle with Obi-Wan is just the greatest thing ever. I, the, the freaking lava all over the place. Love it. Gets me so pumped. The music. Uh, I used to have that soundtrack. Used to listen to that all the time. Love it. All right. But, let me stop you. Let me stop you before um, before you're number one. All right, I stopped you because we had a little bit of technical difficulties and the fan of my computer is getting loud as it does at times. Hopefully, not too bad audio-wise. But anyway, okay. Great list so far. So that only leaves one. Yeah, a great list so far. I know where you're going with number one. So let's go ahead and hear it. Let's go ahead. And I want to hear the thought behind it. Rogue One. Yeah. It is just so good i remember the first time i saw it i was so blown away by how good it was now when i talk about mandalorian i talk about i use the phrase star warsy right mm. and rogue one feels more star wars than like some of the star wars movies you know yeah it just it's very star warsy um the places they go, the things they do, it just same like Mandalorian. It just feels so much more Star Wars. And it I just love the story. Every main character dies. It's so crazy. And it's so epic though. Mm-hmm. And the the shot at the end when they're you know, the Death Star shoots at the planet. And the two are just kind of staring at each other like they did it. And they've kind of developed a thing for each other, but they both know they're about to die. And they're just like, what do you do? You just stand there kind of looking at each other. You're dead. Everyone dies. All to get those plans. And then for them to end it by, you know, (laughs) the plans. They're trying to get away. Vader comes. And he is like the Vader I've always wanted to see. Again, you look at the old ones, you love it. They're classic. But Vader just walks around. He's all slow. He kind of chokes some people. He does his little lightsaber. This Vader is one badass, scary guy. And he is a beast. And he, oh my God, throwing guys up, chopping them. So good. And then for them to, you know, then he hands the card away, they close it, they fly off, they show Princess Leia, and you're like, then A New Hope starts right after this. Like, Mm -hmm. A New Hope starts right after that. It was so good. I mean, I cannot think of a a better just random movie that they put in a series of movies ever. Like, it works so perfectly. And I think a lot of people don't think of that one because it was just like this random movie made in the middle of all the star wars stuff but to me it's the best one it is so good i could watch it a million times and i would still love it just as much it is so good oh just thinking yeah i was sitting here thinking like i could i could i love it too um and i think that's a very awesome list 
And uh, mine's going to ruffle feathers, I think, um, or it could potentially. But uh, I, I'm I'm not going to do the whole one like you. I'm going to stick with my top six Let's um, do it. because I don't care to talk about solo. And really, the other ones, I kind of just they, like I'm going to focus. Top six is really my favorite ones to watch anyway. So number six, The Phantom Menace. Ooh, love it. I love everything about this movie. I don't even care about Jar Jar Banks. That it, people get up in arms about that dude. I don't give a shit. I, it doesn't bother me. You know what bothers me? The one thing of this movie that bothers me, this fucking kid that they got to play Anakin. You talk about the annoying Mark Hamill and the er, the old Star Wars. This fucking kid. This fucking kid. The, and my wife was like, "You are so mean. He's just a kid." I'm like, "There's lots of kids that are in acting." This is the worst one ever. He is the worst child actor in the entire world. God what, damn it. What's Any our, other kid would have done a better job in that role. So I that 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 drives me crazy. But the rest of the I love it. Love it to death. And, you know, there's a lot of people that have problems with the, the prequels. And, uh, you know, for the most part, I enjoy them. Even uh, even clones. I, I I actually the more times I've watched clones, I really dig it. The gladiator arena scene before all the Jedi show up, I'm with you. Kind of lame. Really, everything in that pertaining to the Padme Anakin relationship, pretty lame. But otherwise, I kind of enjoy clones, but not on the list. So fucking get out of here, clones. But yeah, Phantom Menace. I obviously love me some Darth Maul, some Qui-Gon, and yes, love that flick. Number five, Force Awakens. As you said, this came along, and it was like, fucking Star Wars is back. And for that, it will always have a great piece in my heart, even though it was kind of a, you know, New Hope redo. It, it just, it it was Everything about it, I thought, was perfect, and it was what was needed. And uh, yeah, like you said, they just didn't follow it up. And and I'm someone who enjoys the second movie, but I still i I would have changed some things, and then maybe that would have allowed it to go into the third one without the third one being what it was. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> Force Awakens number five, number four. Empire Strikes Back. I do love me some Empire, especially the beginning, but this one. Um, my only thing with it is it gets a little slow in the middle, I feel like. But then I agree with you. It gets strong at the end with seemingly the bad guys winning. And Han Solo first. Yes, so this is... You saying that does... Yeah. And it's the part with, you know, Luke Skywalker and, you know, he's training and... Yes. Yeah. Yes. The part's brutal. The that Luke part's training with Yoda. Yeah. And so while I really enjoy it, I'm afraid it doesn't make my top three. What does is Return of the Jedi. Because that one, that movie to me, I fucking love it. It starts out awesomely rescuing Han, taking down Jabba the Hutt, and, you know, all of that. And then we go to uh, saying goodbye to Yoda, bye-bye Yoda, and then to the Ewoks for the final battle. Love it. It's great. Top three. That's my shit. Number two. Oh, it's Rogue One, baby. I love this movie. I love it to death. I don't even know how I can top what you said about it. 
it is pretty much a perfect Star Wars movie. And it's, it, you know, I think my only thing is, is it's just not one of those in the trip. I wish it was part of it, you know, and there's other than Darth Vader and bit of, you know, Leia and R2-D2, it, you know, it's basically, you know, unknown characters that meet their demise. Yeah. And, uh, but yes, just as a whole, I I love it. I love it. I can't even knock you for having a number one. I think that's that's great. The only reason I personally can't put it one is because I love Revenge of the Sith. This will forever, mm-hmm. and I've been knocked for saying it, but this will forever, forever be my favorite Star Wars movie. One of my favorite things. It's, and yes, Hayden Christensen, he's not perfect. Uh, still, to me, better than that fucking kid they had playing the young Anakin. So, I to me, the transformation of Anakin to Darth Vader. and His eyes start turning red. Yeah, and the unveiling of Palpatine's plans. All these fucking years of work. And if you read the book, Darth Plagueis book, you see all the shit because you read about Darth Plagueis, how he came to be, and then halfway through the book, you meet a young Palpatine. And so mm-hmm. it's also a Palpatine story. So to go from where he was, and to it's like he... This whole fucking plan is completed. Like I destroyed the Jedi order, you know, like it, it's just like, I fucking love everything about it. It is just, yes. I, I just it, like, to me, it was just that culmination of, you know, we grew up watching star Wars and it was cool and everything. And there was always something, but being just able to see how Darth Vader came to be. And how yeah, yeah. really everything came to edges. I love that will forever, forever, unless this new trilogy they're going to come out with blows me away. I mean, it's going to be hard for anything Star Wars from and on my personal, you know, from my side of things to top Revenge of the Sith. That was like a culmination for me that was just like we were so, again, it was one of those moments. Phantom Menace, so excited to have Star Wars back. Clones was a little bit of a letdown. What's three going to be? General Grievous. Didn't even mention the fucking four wheel lightsaber wielding yeah. General Grievous. Like, oh, I love that they battle. They came strong. They came strong. They were like, sorry about clones a little bit. Here, we're going to bring you Revenge of the Sith. Strong. And so, yeah, I that's my number one. Yeah, I love that battle with General Grievous and uh, Obi-Wan. That shit is great. The kids. My kids act that shit out all the time with their lightsabers. And they do the thing that one of them is always like, well, hello there. Uh, you know, <laughs> Obi-Wan comes, he f- comes flying down and says, hello there, General Kenobi. They do this shit. And they, well, I'll take him downstairs. They'll be fighting with the lights, like, lightsabers. They act it out. He's like, I've been trained in your arts. And then he has like six arms come out <laughs> and swinging yeah. them. Like, it's so badass. Yeah. It just, that whole fight. Yes, I just... Revenge of the Sith is my shit. That's a good list. It's crazy. We had the same six in our top six. Mm, I didn't realize that. Just different order? Both sets, one and two, we had flipped. Three and four, we had flipped. And five and six, we had flipped. Oh, nice. (laughs) I have episode seven, six. You have it five. I have episode one, five. You have it six. Okay. (laughs) Down the list. There you go. I wrote him down. Look at that. We had the same top six. 
So both of us might ruffle some feathers because I think so, I think most big Star Wars people are so obsessed with the old movies. Yeah, because the 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 original trilogy would be their top three right off the yeah, bat, yeah. <laughs> and, and then you'd have to go from there. Uh, yep. But it, yeah, I'm not that way. And again, I'm with you. I enjoy those movies, but they're old. And let's face it, yep. there's other Star Wars movies with better acting, better effects, better. I mean, the story, I guess, is what, you know, is great about the old ones. That's what, you know, got us through it. But yeah, it's um, because the, the old one, you got the first one, which is just kind of getting to know everything. But if you really think about it, there's not like a ton that happens in that particular yeah, right. movie. And then, like I said, I love Empire. And, you know, you start out with the snow stuff and then there's like a lull and then it ends really great. And then um, Return of the Jedi is just like, bam. Bam, let's get Jabba and then the Ewoks. It's so like, yeah. Um Yeah, they're great, the, uh, they're classic, but right. And yeah, our those, you know, um episode five and six, they made it in our top six, but four, not quite. There's just some better stuff, and yeah. Five and six did not make it to the top, you know. No, and I'm with you. You gotta have solo at the end and you gotta leave out the last two movies of the recent trilogy. And if, if you're going to cut anything out after that, it has to be clones and then it has to be new hope. I mean, if you're going to, you know, slice it, whatever order you want to put them in, they just don't. Yeah. They're not as good. (laughs) I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, Speaking of not as good, there's something that came out and I read about uh, before I get you out of here about, um, George Lucas and let me see if I can find it, but it was basically him. What he had, uh, I thought I could have swear I saved it. Maybe I didn't, but he, what he had planned for sequels of the original trilogy, um, as opposed to what Disney did. And, um, it sounds like it would have focused a lot on Leia, the resistance, Luke rebuilding the Jedi order. And he said he would have brought back Darth Maul to be the main villain. And so would you have rather see how that panned out? I mean, clearly neither one of us are 100% happy with what Disney did. Um, So would you have wanted to see more George Lucas? Because again, you, you know, some people iffy about the prequels and you know there's parts to like and not to like that revenge of the sith my favorite comes from the prequels so i don't really have any issues but you know what do you think george lucas done a better job i mean that's tough because i really like rogue one or rogue one um force awakens yeah well and Uh, you'd have to say rogue one because rogue one probably wouldn't have happened without him selling you know yeah so yeah, if we looked at it like that, no way. Because I getting Rogue One was the greatest thing ever. Yeah, but Rogue One and Force Awakens, and really the Mandalorian, because a lot of the shit we, you, you know, Book of Boba Fett might not be as up there, but it, it, you know, Disney overall, I would say, has done a fairly good job of of putting out. And they're good still going to do more. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the stuff they come out with later could be amazing. You know, mm-hmm. so. Um, maybe they learn from the mistakes. I think that story could have been told much better. So maybe his way could have been better. Yeah. But 
yeah, if we look at it in the sense of, yeah, maybe we wouldn't have got all this other stuff. I'd have to, I'd have to say, I'm glad they kept it as it is. Yeah. And honestly, I, I love Darth Maul. So the idea of him coming back would have been cool, but I'm not cool with the idea of never getting Kylo Ren. I fucking yeah. love Kylo Ren. <laughs> and, you know, I remember the complaints about him after uh, Force Awakens came out and just, it was just like a fucking emo. And I'm like, yeah, dude's going through some shit. Like, yeah. like he's, this is, we're actually getting some acting in Star Wars. You mean, what are you, what's the fucking problem? Like, yeah, yeah dude's there going through just some... the bad guy just standing there and not doing much. Yeah, right. Like, it, like he's going through some shit. He's trying to be bad, but there's still some in him that's like, you, you know, like he's battling himself. Like, like I, I thought he was a great uh, villain and character overall. Um, I love some Kylo Ren. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I, I don't think uh, I would have been up for it either. I think we would have missed out on a lot of cool shit if uh, George Lucas had just kept doing his thing. And it sounded like he was kind of tired of doing that shit anyway. So who knows how good he would have even made it if he ever did. How good, though, was uh, the Mandalorian there that season two, that final episode when Skywalker shows up? That's a great scene. Yeah, it's crazy to me they're able to do that. Just like putting Leia in the uh, the the newer trilogy after she had passed. Um, yeah, like to have just this yeah young Luke walking around <laughs> and tearing shit up, dude. And that's again, you talk about Rogue One shows you the Vader you always wanted to see. Mandalorian showed you the fucking Luke Skywalker you always wanted to see too. <laughs> like yep. uh just complete badass. So um yeah, man, that's that's such a great scene. And uh I'm looking forward to uh picking up on season three because I have not yet started it myself either. So me too. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. But yeah, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on and chatting Star Wars. It was fun, great conversation. You know, we're not we're, I would say, you know, we're not the Star Wars geeks and no offense, geeks, because I'm definitely a geek about other stuff. But we are definitely oh, yeah. some diehard fans. And, uh, we, we and love again, Star Wars. We're not crazies, but we love ourselves some <laughs> Star Wars. I was trying to say it nicer. But, yeah, we're not crazies. I mean, I'm a little bit for maybe other reasons. But, uh, it, but again, check out some of those books, man. I'll have to send you a list. There's There's one. It has zombies in it. I think I might have told you about that. Yeah, um, yeah, well, there's a couple of them that have. But, but anyway, it's good shit. So they, they're really good Star Wars books out there. And uh, yeah, we got May the 4th coming up. And then Revenge of the Sith or Revenge of the 5th, I should say properly, which is also known as Cinco de Mayo. And then uh, I don't know if you know, but the 6th is free comic book day. And uh, that's something that we try to hit up every year. Go get some free comics. It's always a good time. The kids like it. So free comic book day, the 6th. Thanks. So, yeah. All right, everyone. That would that will conclude our Star Wars conversation. Taco Cat. May the force be with you. Yes. Friend. Thank you for joining. And may the force be with you, my friend. Thank you very much. Till next time. Yes, sir. And Madcaps, take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, Madcaps, it's Mad Chatter Ryan MK here with a public service announcement. That's right. 
It's all about that mental health. Take care of your mentals, as my guy Marshawn Lynch, a.k.a. Beast Mode, would say, has said, said himself, take care of your fucking mentals. It's important. It's like physical health is important. The mental health is important. And it helps if you got a therapist. As my guy, Chad Daniels, they're not really my guys. I'm just big fans. I don't really know them or I'm not friends with them or anything. I just say my guy, but big fan. My guy, Chad Daniels, a comedian, he, he, he has said, therapy is like an oil change for your brain. We need that shit. I go twice a month and it, it's really helped me out in multiple ways. Okay. Understanding myself more, learning more about myself, why I feel certain ways, trying to, you know, make my way through certain decisions. Very helpful. So keep up on that mental health. Get the therapy if you need to. Take care of your mentals, Matt Caps. All right. All right. Okay. We are back. I hope you all enjoyed the sports convo. The, I don't, sorry. Don't know. Don't know where the accent is coming from. Sports convo. Star Wars convo. May the force be with you all. Hope you all enjoyed. Thanks again to my bro, Taco Cat, for joining the pod. As mentioned, we did love, we do love, I should say. We do love the villains. I mean, fictional ones, at least. They're a lot more interesting, a lot more fun than the, the real-life villains. The real-life villains suck. Like, you know, fictional villains that generally have a good background story. There's some behind that. You know, real-life villains, it's just all about... And money, really. Real-life villains suck. Much like a certain fox fucker who is in need of a new skulk. Uh, skulk. It's like a murder of crows, but uh, for foxes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Troop of monkeys, I think. Monkeys. A troop of monkeys. Pretty sure. Let's get into it. Tucker is out at Fox News. Uh, a mutual parting of ways, apparently. And presumably tied to the, presumably, let me try and say that word again. Boy, I'm struggling with words. Not a surprise. Due to the Dominion lawsuit, which, you know, a bunch of shit came out where it revealed Tucker's true thoughts on, on you know, Trump and uh, the election and all sorts of shit. <laughs> and uh, then he's posting a vid on Twitter. He didn't say anything for couple of days then he comes out with a twitter it says nothing about fox news nothing about him leaving took aim at politics in america essentially and uh i'll read oh, one second let me find let me find it let me find it let me find it let me find it. american media and the u.s political system yes both political parties and their donors have reached consensus on what benefits them and they actively collude to shut down any conversation about it Carlson said, if true, wouldn't surprise me. Suddenly, the United States looks very much like a one-party state. That's a depressing realization, but it's not permanent. And then he says, where can you still find America saying, American saying true things? 
he asked. There aren't many places left, but there are some. <laughs> I'm not sure where he's going. I, like, because, like, dude, you were part of the place and saying things that were not true, and you admitted as much. Uh, so, does this mean he goes the righteous way? Take out the bad guys, take out everyone. Become Tucker the savior. Or does he stay on the extreme right? Suck up to the base? You know? There's there's a fucking audience for it. Make that money. Really doesn't matter what he does from here on out. Piece of shit to me. I mean, anyone who will knowingly speak and spread the lies that he did for a paycheck. Uh, no respect coming from me no 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 election lies conspiracies that's just bad enough tearing up families because of it uh, like we're going after parents of school shooting victims in the style of alex jones fuck out of here fuck off tucker no as george carlin would say fuck tucker tucker sucks that said that in a great i think it's in the complaints and grievances album or special, whatever you want to call it. And he's talking about uh, boys' names, how they've gotten soft. Used to be like Johnny and this and that. And now it's things like... I can't even remember some of the names, but he names a few. <laughs> and that, boy, I'm really selling this George Carlin bit, aren't I? I should just give up. But no. And he names a few that he doesn't like. And then he sucks. And Tucker. Fuck Tucker. Tucker sucks. So that's why I brought it. Anyway, George Carlin, legend. Uh, didn't do him a lot of um, homage there. but <laughs> Proper homage, I should say. Anyway. Speaking of shootings. I, I said I have that in my notes. But I think it was a minute ago that I mentioned the yeah, shootings. The shooting victims. So. Speaking of shootings, because, it, you know, it is to a point where it's like, what do we do? What do we do? Because this shit just keeps happening and you don't want to get numb to it. But it's like, I, I get fearful of where to take my kids, where not to take my kids. Because shit's happening everywhere. And recently, in Texas, someone was in their backyard firing a gun, apparently, which he often did. A neighbor went over and asked if he could stop because they had a baby sleeping. Dude proceeded to go over to said neighbor's house and kill five people, including an eight-year-old. Hmm. Does that seem like someone who should have a gun? Just curious. That dude seemed like someone who should have a gun. And in places like Florida, they're just trying to let you, anyone have guns. 
We're going to let people just keep letting people like that have guns. Okay. Okay. Well, if they would have had guns, fuck off. Shouldn't need guns. Shouldn't have to have to defend this. Uh, yeah. The Republicans. Always with great answers, right? When it comes to this shit. More guns. More God. Thoughts and prayers. Hmm. We could ask Marjorie Taylor Greene. She loves talking about this shit. Also a pusher of conspiracy theories pertaining to school shootings. And space lasers and uh, climate, uh, all sorts of shit. Because that's what she's on now. Ranting about the the climate. And this shit's actually pretty fucking hilarious. Uh, she essentially claims... <laughs> That the lack of people paying taxes and government changes and all that, basically no human activity. Uh, and oh, look at that, the ice still melted. She's a fucking moron, but she's right about one thing, which she did say the climate has been changing since the beginning of time. Yes, it has indeed. And you know what? I would also say there's been times when climate change has been rat radicalized, weaponized. Um, many things have been. Uh, because it always turns political. However, I would ask you to think logically. Well, first, do, do your own research. But just, just think logically. Now, we keep adding CO2 into the atmosphere, right? CO2, carbon dioxide. <laughs> carbon dioxide that yes c-o just just want to make sure but carbon dioxide we're going to keep putting pumping this shit into the atmosphere okay we're going to keep adding it to the atmosphere while simultaneously subtracting oxygen because we're you know cutting things down like trees um <laughs> ironically enough to build cities and other things and places that give off pollution you see that? <laughs> we're subtracting we, we keep adding the bad shit to the atmosphere and we're taking away things that add the good shit we're not it's you know Eventually, we're going to have a fucking problem, right? Eventually, we're going to have a fucking problem. Think about it logically. But, you know, as far as MTG, she probably gets paid by oil lobbyists, just as she is getting paid probably by the gun lobbyists, and she'll claim more God and continue to thoughts and prayers and point the finger at the left and the immigrants and the minorities and the LGBTQ plus community, which, by the way, again, look at the churches. Read about the Baltimore Catholic Archdiocese, um, you know, which is the district of the Archbishop in Baltimore. Investigation uncovered 36 abusers, deacons, priests, etc. Over 600 abused. 
but more God, right? You're not looking in the right goddamn places, Marjorie. Got it? You hear me, Marge? No? No? I, 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 didn't, I didn't even know where to end all this. It's, it's just... <clears throat> Sometimes... Uh, there's it just feels like there's not a whole lot you can do but scream into the sky. Goodness, because people just eat some of this shit up. It's crazy to me. I digress. Again, don't know how to really put a bow on the entire conversation, other than to say this country is fucked. I mean, the world fucked up place, fucked up right now, fucked. Be careful what you go and believe, you know. As I've said many times previously, do your own damn research. Hopefully you know how to research. <laughs> some people claim some bullshit as research. Anyway, <laughs> as to not end on, you know, too serious of a note, too down of a note, I did hear also about this story in Michigan, I believe, bus driver, school bus driver passes out. Kid, I think it was six rows back, eight-year-old, comes up, slows the bus down, veers it away from oncoming traffic, brings it to a stop. Just bravo where is it let me find this goddamn article <laughs> i want to get this dude's name dude's name where is it where is it where is it where is it? i'm gonna find this hold on hold on i'm looking but dude i mean just bravo the mental fortitude and other fortitude strong in that one fucking amazing parents said he drives golf carts so he, he fucking knew what he was doing Stepped up to the plate. I got to find the day. <laughs> oh, Michigan. Passes out. Seventh grader safely brings bus to a stop. Dylan Reeves is his name. So bravo, Dylan Reeves. There we go. I just wanted to get the kid's name. How did it out? I already have it in the notes. Uh, yeah, this is, of course, the Miscellaneous Three podcast where, he, you know, sometimes I'm just a fucking mess. Not going to lie. Man, you're going to be transparent about it. And uh, yeah, there we go. Dylan Reeves. Everybody. Applaud this dude. Okay. Uh, bravo, dude. Salute to you. Okay, let's end this fucking tea party, shall we? Shall we? I think it's about time. You've heard enough of me and my brother and whatever else. You've heard enough. It's it's. Let's end this tea party. Okay, okay, okay. So, as I always say, the music finally. Came. Stay safe. Stay vigilant. And stay mad. The best of us are. That's right. That's right. We'll chat again soon until then. And chat up. Later. Later. Later.